1: Amanda is struggling. You are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and try not to dry heave into their microphones.
0: Uh, (laughs) Easier
1: said than done. Uh, That is not a Minnesotan accent, but it's close. It's a lot of vowels. Who are we? I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy
0: uh i'm amanda <laughs> manda
1: had a fun night last night
0: mandy had fun <laughs> what mandy literally cooked a meal kit drunk for four other drunk people at two in the morning thanks hello fresh that's a free one for you. <laughs> oh. oh
1: my god. So easy even a bunch
0: drunk. of drunk people can yeah. pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did accidentally put like I was supposed to put like red onions and something else to cook in with the rice and I put like the coleslaw side to cook <laughs> with the rice. <laughs>
2: Well, it was Shockingly like delicious I wasn't even drunk when I mixed up chickpeas and couscous So I just uh-huh. inexplicably roasted my couscous for 25 mm-hmm. minutes
0: So good It was delicious though I improved the recipe Improved it
1: Send them a note
0: um, <laughs> I am sending them a letter in the email because of our topic today
1: Oh, yes. Okay, so our topic today, we've got a very special fan pick. Um, The topic is cyber stalking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a very real threat and real problem, and I know for a fact that we have listeners that have endured this. From Amanda. Um, <laughs> Rude. I feel personally victimized. Okay. Amanda Sivers.
2: Okay.
0: Relentless tweeting. <laughs> I okay. hate you guys so much. <laughs>
1: Fun picking the weakest link and attacking. Them. I'm
0: so weak today, you guys.
1: <laughs> You're the baby <laughs> elephant.
0: Low hanging fucking fruit. <laughs> Fermented okay, our, <laughs> fruit.
1: Our fan pick today is by uh, Jen Brown. So shout out Jen. What yes. up? Um, and Jen is donating at twenty five dollars a month, which enabled her to choose this episode topic. So God bless shout you. Out. God bless you. Great we love topic. You so much. It's awesome. So, Amanda, I know you want to think and talk about wine. Oh, what? So, <laughs> so,
2: so, what's
1: our wine crime pairing for cyber stalking?
0: You guys, I can't. I'm scared. To, I can't even smell this. Okay. We've paired this episode. <coughs> We've paired this episode with Wink's salient Pinot Noir. Just a reminder... Go to trywink.com forward slash gals. You get 20 bucks off your first order. And it's this really cool online wine club where you can peruse their giant inventory of really cool like small batch single vineyard wines from all over the friggin' world. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can drink along with us or choose not to drink ever again because of (laughs) horrible choices that you've made in your life. Um, We will announce like... Just a little ahead of time what our upcoming pairings are going to be so you can curate your own box of Wink wines for yep, Wine and have, Crimes. We have our
1: <laughs> a new uh, page on our website, WineAndCrimePodcast.com, and there's a new page. You just click on Wine, and then that has all of our Wink pairings, both past and up and coming future Mm -hmm. yeah so cool and again
0: if it's your first time checking it out you have the option of taking this really cool flavor quiz so they can help you kind of see what uh your palate is drawn to and you get that 20 bucks off your first order when you put four or more bottles in your cart they take care of the shipping so it gets sent to your house or your local like fedex drop-off location which for me is a walgreens which is awkward but fun so, when I get my ex-lax, I also get my wine. <laughs> my beano.
1: Wine is my
2: ex-lax. <laughs> oh, golly gee. I get my toilet paper, so it's full circle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the word salient has a few meanings that apply here, albeit loosely, but they apply. The first of which being, quote, most noticeable or important, which would apply to the victim of a cyber-stacking event. To their stalker, they are the most noticeable or important thing.
1: That's true.
0: The word can also refer to an animal, quote, standing on its hind legs with the forepaws raised, so the front hands, (laughs) as if leaping. This is basically a move carried out by an animal after they stalk their prey and get ready to pounce. Cute. So this is not at all a stretch (laughs) and totally works (laughs) in every way. (laughs) Um, This wine is from the Sonoma coast of California. It has herbal, earthy strawberry notes with a slight acidic um, element that's just balanced by deeper notes of red cherry. So Pinot Noirs are typically light to medium bodied. This one's falling in the more medium bodied range. It's a little more fruit forward as Pinot Noirs go, but it still has that classic dry Pinot finish, which is awesome. Um, that savory, earthy note in this bottle comes from 50% of the grapes used being fermented as whole clusters, which means the stems are still attached, and mm. that adds some of that earthy, woody flavor to the wine during the fermentation process.
1: Whole cluster pressing.
0: Exactly. You remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm so proud. <laughs> that was such a proud moment in my life that you recalled that. <laughs> um, this wine clocks in at 13.7, ABV, which is like painful to even read. Um, Pretty on the nose for a Pinot Noir. Not crazy high, but for me, crazy high. This one should be super drinkable and will probably kill me because if you hadn't noticed, I am incredibly hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we pop? Kenyon wanted to do do a redemption pop.
1: I'm trying. I got this keyed up. I'm
2: gonna try it now. Is it keyed up ready? from the feed up?
0: <laughs> Is it wine keyed up from our online store, wine and crime I'm in, podcast at bigcartel.com? To, to do this pop <laughs> right now. She's focusing all of her energy into this moment. Gov.edu. Everything's riding on this. Everything's riding on this. Everything. The whole show. <laughs>
2: Broken nail. Oh, oh my god! god. You <laughs> need our new winged corkscrew for easy I opening. I really
1: do. You oh really fucking, fucking do. Okay, oh my god!
0: On. I want Kenan to do the pop every week. It's my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Get your saber. Go get Zach. <laughs> He's gone.
0: Oh no! That's right. He's traveling. Get the oh saber. Oh my god.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is amazing I really can't get it You can't? You literally can't Oh my god Stand up This is perfect Put put all of your body into it Then have Josie chew on it for a while
1: I'm actually standing up I know
2: Use your thighs Grip it with your thighs
0: Hips like two battleships
2: It's just not even moving
0: It's a screw top, she's just trying to get it into like this metal. Can we cut this? No. Oh, there's no way. Oh,
1: it's coming, it's coming,
0: it's coming. Okay, Okay, ready, ready? Yes. Oh, (laughs) actually shockingly good pop for all that hard work. I'm proud of you.
2: It all paid off. Oh my God. Wedding workout. Get a cold
0: rag. I am thrilled that that just transpired. That was amazing. (laughs) I'll have to do a little, like, 45 minutes later, pop. I'm
1: sweating. <laughs> All right. I've earned this wine. So good. Right. Amazing. <laughs> Let's see. What is our background and psych for cyber-stalking? Okay, well... Mm.
0: Cybering. Can we talk about. Well, Lucy, were you there with Courtney at my house in elementary school when we went into a chat room and lured someone oh, into yeah. cyber with us and pretended to be rhinos? rhinos yeah. And we asked them think, to be our zookeeper. I think
2: that was just you and me because I feel Courtney, like Courtney never was would there. have been there for that. I'm braying mm. with pleasure. <laughs> Tossing my phallic <laughs> horn. <laughs>
0: I'll be the Such rhino, you be nerds. the zookeeper. We were like 13. Shovel
2: faster. <laughs> <laughs> and someone was like weird but into it. Someone, yeah. yeah, a couple people like tried to get into it and then just left abruptly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was well, our favorite they got game. They really
2: into it and then they were spent. Yeah, they were finished.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's possible.
2: Oh my god. Um, okay, so the American Academy of Pediatrics dis- defines social media as "quote any website that allows social interaction is considered a social media site, including social networking sites such as Facebook, MySpace."
0: <laughs> yes, MySpace. Yep. Pretty sure was my MySpace my account favorite. still exists somewhere. Uh, yeah,
2: with my TI. In the archives um, and Twitter. Also, gaming sites and virtual worlds such as Club Penguin, never heard of it. Second Life, what? only what heard of it because of The Club Office. Penguin?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Dwight's Second Life. <laughs> Where he's just Dwight but can fly. Can fly. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part it. of The
1: Office, like of all time, was when they set up Creed with a blog, but it was just a word. Document Creed blog. his <laughs>
0: Creed exactly. thoughts. <laughs> Creed
2: oh, that's my favorite thing.
0: Okay, that in- is what our website is. I've been We haven't told Keggin yet,
2: and I'm halfway through my first <laughs> sentence.
0: Calm down.
2: <laughs> We've got a ways to go. Um, and The Sims. <laughs> that counts. And also, yeah, and also video sites such as YouTube and blogs like Creed Thoughts. i I guess any website where you can have an ongoing communication with another with a stranger counts kind of as social media
1: yeah it's social
2: yeah um so quote engaging in various forms of social media is a routine activity that research has shown to benefit benefit children and adolescents by enhancing communication social connection and even technical skills
0: Wow. Yeah. Here's we when, talked about this in some of my psych classes. It's really weird. Uh-huh. For all the good things that come with it, there's also some equal parts, like, oh, yeah. shitty stuff, We're too. covering the good things first. Oh, I believe it.
2: Um, according to a recent poll, 22% of teenagers log onto their favorite social media site more than 10 times a day. and Easily. more. I do. And more than half of adolescents log onto a social media site more than once a day. Well, that seems low. That seems low. Yeah. Yeah. 75 (laughs) what i was gonna how do they qualify
0: maybe an adolescent though like someone under the age of 10 because that would not make sense to me because they wouldn't they just wouldn't have access to a phone or a computer like my four-year-old niece isn't logging onto facebook
2: that's true maybe teenagers are like 13 to 17 adolescents are 12 and under
0: that's what i would imagine they mean okay otherwise that statistic makes no fucking sense
2: yeah but even a lot of adolescents
1: these days have smartphones and computers through school like not all obviously and it depends on um you know levels of social class and privilege but Mm. like the school where zach works all the elementary students have uh laptops through school and almost all of them have cell phones
0: that's fucking crazy.
1: That's
2: so yeah. bizarre. I told somebody recently that I didn't have my own cell phone until after high school, and they, like, didn't believe me.
0: Yeah, I didn't yeah. get mine until my senior year. Yeah. I, had to, I yeah. remember having to borrow my mom's cell phone. Hi, Mom. Yep, I mm-hmm. borrowed my dad's because he never used it
2: because mm-hmm. he's a mountain man. And then man. that one
0: time that I accidentally lost it on the beach in Excelsior, and then oh my God, I remember one that. of my... And we searched in the dusk for hours and we did actually find it. My mom never knew. Now my mom knows because she listens to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I lost your phone, but I found it and it was fine.
2: I lost something of Suzanne's when we were in high school, too. I don't want to say it out loud because she'll be listening. (laughs) But if if she never noticed, it doesn't count. And it's at the bottom of Lake Minnetonka, so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. We'll talk about that after we'll the show. Patreon only content. Oh shit, yeah. my mom is a patron. <laughs> Never mind.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, $50 <laughs> a month or more level. How about that? <laughs>
0: You get to know the secret item of my mom's that Lucy lost at the bottom of the lake like over 10 years ago. Sewing scissors? (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) Way more expensive than that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 75% of teenagers now own cell phones. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 25% use them for social media. 54% use them for texting. And 24% use them for instant messaging. Wouldn't that be texting? I don't know. Uh, these
1: stats are just wrong. Every uh, teenager who has a cell phone uses it for texting. I'm sorry.
2: Like Yeah, every yeah 100%. 100%. Worded. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make sense. Okay. This is... <clears throat> Weird.
2: Okay, because of their limited capacity for self-regulation and susceptibility to peer pressure, children and adolescents are, su- are at some risk as they navigate and experiment with social media. Um, recent research indicates that there are frequent online expressions of offline behavior such as bullying, click-forming, and sexual experimentation that have introduced mm-hmm. problems such as cyberbullying. Uh,
0: pri- Everybody watched the movie Unfriended.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Privacy issues mm-hmm. and sexting. Um, other problems mm-hmm. that merit awareness include internet addiction and concurrent sleep deprivation. So I have that. Feel that one. Yep. yep. I have
0: that <laughs> real bad.
2: I had that when my phone kept dinging at seven o'clock this morning. Thanks Kenyon.
0: <laughs> Listen, it was, at, it was also dinging at
2: notifications. It
0: was also dinging at 4am. Thanks to me. So <laughs> that's true. You got, you got the double down.
2: Um. So yikes about this. About 25% of teens report that some confrontation occurring on social media has resulted in face to face confrontation.
0: It's fucking Whoa. crazy. Like taking it into the high school halls. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't. I'm a so rumble. glad that like Facebook and Twitter specifically were not around when we were in high school. Like oh we my God, had MySpace, that's it. And I never even used it.
1: Yeah. No, thank God
2: we escaped a lot of that pressure. Uh-huh. It was so different. Mm -hmm. So so that was um, a lot of information about like children and adolescents being cyber bullied and cyber stalked and their tendencies. But I think that that info was a lot easier to find just because parents are concerned with all their activities, whereas adults just do what adults do. And people aren't really necessarily gathering stats on that. Right. Um, Okay. so some examples of cyber stalking could be making and posting fake or real sexual images of the victim or their loved ones. Yep. Tracking their Check. Vi- Tracking their victim's movement by placing a GPS device on their car or I suppose oh in their phone. Oh my god. I didn't even
0: think about that. Yeah.
1: Um, GPS trackers are really, really popular in South Africa because of car theft. Um, And like yeah, a lot you've of mentioned people that. have not only one but two trackers on their cars so mm-hmm. that if thieves search for and find one tracker then they think that they're not being tracked anymore and then they have a second hidden one you should probably i mean put anyone with a smartphone
0: car. has a fucking gps tracker on them at all times anyway
1: right right yeah i was horrified recently when i w- checked my phone settings and how many apps were tracking my location at all times apps that had no reason to oh all of them i mean and everything
0: is like listening to you at all times if i have a conversation with you guys about like walmart oh yeah you'll get long enough my phone is gonna start targeting ads to me about walmart Uh
2: uh-huh it's crazy last
0: it just is what it is last
2: summer my friend phil did an experiment where he would talk about tampons around his phone a bunch Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he's like there's no fucking reason why a guy needs to be talking about tampons this much and he started getting targeted ads about tampons (laughs) There you go. Wow. -hmm. Okay, more cyber stalking. Threatening the victim or their friends and family via email. Uploading personal information such as name, address, social security number, or phone number on the internet. Hacking and saving emails, texts, et cetera, in order to blackmail the victim.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. My guy has done every single
2: one of these
1: things.
0: Seriously? Yep. Mine has used a lot of these things, but not all of them.
2: There's a couple more examples: um, hacking into their social media account to post offensive materials and comments, releasing personal or fake information to discredit them at his or her place of business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that one. Using their social media account to email or st- uh, to okay, using the victim's social media account or email to stalk and contact others. Yep. So like stalking by proxy. Um, creating malicious websites, fake social media accounts, etc., cetera. Um, and then when it comes to stalking specifically, victims are often afraid to file a report due to fear of retaliation or being unsure where the line falls between innocent behavior and obsessive, dangerous behavior. I think especially mm-hmm. with, with women, since we're so conditioned to be, you know, nice and polite and yeah. men are conditioned to be, uh, like, aggressive... It's hard to know if it's, if it's that sort of dynamic. <clears throat> For sure. In a lot of cases. Um, stalking is defined by clinical social worker Jessica Klein as, quote, unwanted or obsessive behavior towards an individual intended to frighten or coerce. This can include bombarding the individual with text emails, phone calls, or GIFs showing up at their house or workplace, explicit or, or implicit threats, blackmail, or even sexual assault.
0: If I yeah. get cyberstalked, though, I want it to be real GIF heavy. I love a good GIF. <laughs>
2: Oh, GIF! I think I said.
1: Gift. I think she was saying GIF. I said gifts. Oh. oh, I heard GIF.
0: But like I those moving pictures.
2: Excessive gifts. I gifs do love would gifts. Gifs.
0: Excessive <laughs> gifts. <laughs> it just case, made sense I'm to me. I'm cyberstalking
1: all of our Twitter followers because <laughs> I pretty <laughs> much yeah. exclusively
2: tweet and give. You're gonna get reported. <laughs> okay um so kind of like my love language like what we were just talking about um we often speak of stalking in a heteronormative framework where the man stalks the woman but it can certainly happen the other way around hello swim fan yeah Mm -hmm. um and it can happen in gay lesbian trans relationships as well any combination Mm -hmm. it's just person to person um, and it can probably be non-sexual, too, like a non-sexual obsession. Oh, absolutely. I imagine. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I mean, it's, of course, sometimes has to do with sexuality, but not certainly not always. Right. Um, stalking can also happen as part of the cycle of intimate partner violence, serving as mm-hmm. another way to control the victim and establish dominance over that person. But it can also occur, okay, here, in platonic relationships. Uh-huh. Um, victims of stalking often don't know that they're being stalked, so like many at least of, initially. Well, many of the behaviors, like text and phone calls or whatever gifts, aren't problematic <laughs> in and of themselves. But it's the context that addresses the obsessive, repetitive behavior, mm-hmm. and then then it qualifies as stalking. Um, and the term sh- uh, sh- this Jessica Klein person says the term stalking is thrown around so lightly these days, saying like I met this cute guy and I totally stalked him online, but like mm-hmm. yeah, you know just be aware that stalking is very real and very scary.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So yeah, social media specifically is a is a great way to stalk someone because it like yeah you can keep tabs on. Their location, their place of business, what they look like, uh, their previous relationships—you can dig up a lot of dirt on Mm -hmm. social media. I just had to hide like a bunch of my old Facebook albums from before, like you know, Corey's grandma had Facebook. Yeah, like college. Yeah, you guys, college.
1: I need. I need to like wipe my Facebook. I when we started this podcast, we did not have any intention of like having people figure out our real names and then that went out we just the window very, real quick <laughs> yeah and we just weren't very good about hiding that and yep, so, not even
0: close <laughs> yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah i need to i need to do some deep wiping of my facebook i've
2: just like uh, made all of my old albums private so only I could see them. So really I'm just using Facebook as like a cloud for my old photos at this point. I mm-hmm. just don't care. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we knew that. If any of
1: us is going to be cyber stock, it's going to be Amanda. So I mean, it's
0: not even worth it. I'm giving up this information <laughs> so readily. <laughs> like just all you gotta
2: do is ask. I got nothing to lose. <laughs> well, I'll um, just wait till you hear my story. Okay, so according to a research report by WHOA, W H O A, which is short for Incredible. working to halt online abuse.
0: <laughs> so whoa. they
2: they worked for that whoa. They, they did. tried to get it to be whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, in 2013, the ratio stood at 60 percent women to 40 percent men as being victims of cyber stalking.
1: Wow. Okay. So that's actually closer to 50/50 than I would expect. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, in 2013, so same year, most reported victims of cyber stalking lived in California and most cases worldwide were reported in the US.
0: Hmm. Hmm. interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, if you suspect <sighs> that, if you suspect that you are being stalked, please heed these steps. If you mm-hmm. are in immediate danger, like if someone's outside your fucking house, Call 911. Trust your instincts. Don't downplay behavior that comes off as dangerous. Yeah, if it feels Mm. weird, it's weird. Yeah. Take threats seriously. Talk of suicide or homicide is dangerous, especially when one person is attempting to leave the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Contact a victim services agency like um, RAINN, R-A-I-N-N, which stands for Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, and their phone number is 1-800-656-4673 or go to RAINN, R-A-I-N-N.org. Mm-hmm. Um, They're amazing. They do really good work. There's also the Victim Connect Helpline, and that provides information and referrals for victims of all crimes and can be reached at 855, the number 4, and then VICTIM. So that's 855-484-2846 so just get help there are lots of resources and if like kenyan said if something feels weird it's probably weird and you should definitely get help Uh um do not communicate with your stalker keep any evidence like dates screenshots texts phone calls uh communicate with witnesses um things Uh like that keep track
1: of that shit
2: Yep, and call the cops and file a report because every state has anti stalking laws. Plus, the stalker might have broken other laws like assault or trespassing or, you know, theft, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Consider a court breaking and entering. Yeah, consider a court order, a restraining order. And also tell the people around you tell your coworkers if you see this person around, please call the police. Um, mm-hmm. Tell your friends, tell your family. The more people that are aware of the situation, the the better it will be in the long run.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then if somebody around you or somebody you know is being stalked or potentially stalked, show them support. Do not blame them. And trust them to make their own choices. Um, yeah. Okay. Then you should also talk to a third party like one of those resources I mentioned above and ensure your own safety because... Yeah. You never know how f- bonkers this potential stalker could get.
1: Yeah, if you're a friend or family member, especially a close friend or family member of the original victim, you could very well be pulled into that web and become a victim yourself.
2: Yeah, especially yeah. when I was going through the examples of stalking up um, earlier in my notes, the fact that you can stalk by proxy. I mean, yeah. they, stalkers... Clearly, have no qualms with pretending to be another person, or taking on, you know, their victim's identity to then victimize people like people associated with them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a weird way. Any any piece of information, no matter how seemingly insignificant or tangential, a cyber stalker is going to pick up on that and thrive off of that.
2: Uh huh. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. So even just knowing who your, you know, second cousin
2: is, is it gets them off, mm-hmm. you know? Crazy. Yeah. So if you feel like you are in a situation like this or potentially in a situation like this, another resource is Talkspace. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay, not to downplay, like, or make light of the value of Talkspace, but it's so necessary. Mm-hmm. And Amanda, what is it?
0: It is an online therapy company that makes it easy, convenient, and affordable to match you with a licensed therapist in your area, and you Mm -hmm. can just interact with them through your phone and your computer, so that includes, like... FaceTime and talking on the phone and texting and voice memos. They have office hours, but you can contact them at any time day or night, which I do, but I did instead Mm -hmm. text you two instead of my therapist at three in the morning while drunk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Good call. Good call. Yeah.
0: But I mean, honestly, if you've had the incredible misfortune to be involved in something as stressful and awful As Mm -hmm. a cyber stalking incident. I mean, the lasting effects of something like that can be really harrowing. There's PTSD. There's severe anxiety. You know, just Mm -hmm. fear. And if you, I just feel like this is another one of those situations that we come across where it's like, yeah, not wanting to leave the safety of your home for Mm -hmm. any multitude of reasons to reach out Mm -hmm. to somebody who can assist you with your mental health is huge. Uh So we encourage you to check it out.
2: And having feelings of even like your home not being safe. I mean, as Mm -hmm. related to cyber stalking. Basically, Mm -hmm. there are traumas involved with a myriad of life experiences, cyber stalking included, and Mm -hmm. there's support out there for you. Everybody needs support. Even if you feel Mm -hmm. like it's such a small thing, if it's causing you any sort of pain, Uh, get help for it. There's help available. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I love about Talkspace
1: is how affordable it is. It is way more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, even if you um, don't have insurance, say, Mm -hmm. or if your insurance doesn't cover, uh, you know, mental health services, or if you have insurance, but you have a super high deductible, so it's basically useless Mm -hmm, because the American healthcare system is garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, You can... You know, talk space is still relatively very, very affordable, and um, plans start at just $32 a week, and again, that's for unlimited um messaging to your therapist so go to um talkspace.com forward slash gals g-a-l-s and you will get 30 dollars off your first month of this service again mm-hmm. you just go to talkspace.com forward slash gals
0: and treat yo brain treat, treat it, it. <laughs> and now a word from our other sponsor Mm. Skylar is a self-care lifestyle brand centered around scents. They Mm. offer consciously crafted hypoallergenic fragrances like perfumes and candles made with natural ingredients for yourself and your home with the ultimate goal of supporting and empowering women and folks who identify as women and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Their clean, modern perfumes are unique, light, and never overpowering so you can feel great about spritzing.
1: Mm. Um, Skylar has four scents. Uh, Arrow, which is spicy, warm, and seductive. Uh, Coral, which is fruity, floral, and flirty. Isle, which is clean, dewy, and fresh. (laughs) And meadow, which is floral, elegant, and beautiful. So, um... Another really awesome thing about Skylar is that they have a hypoallergenic formula, so it's skin-safe and non-irritating, and as somebody with really sensitive skin, I super appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, it's also cruelty-free, it. vegan, and never tested on animals. I you can it. feel good about um, being a customer of Skylar's. And the Skylar website features a fun, interactive quiz to help you find your perfect scent, and I was
2: matched with... Um, Meadow.
0: Mm, I'm mm. a coral gal.
2: Mm. Yeah. And I freaking love it. I am actually torn between the other two, which is Arrow and Isle. I actually mm. got oh. Arrow when I took the quiz. Um, that's mm-hmm. the spicy, warm, seductive one, naturally. Mm. Match. <laughs> um, but when I was, you know, playing around with the palette of those four scents, I. First of all, yes, they're super light. They feel really good to just like spray on. I thought I over spritzed, but I didn't, I think. Nice. It's hard to tell. But then later mm-hmm. in the day, I added like a different scent. I layered Arrow and Aisle, and like layering them also creates a really cool combination. So don't mm. be afraid to play around. Felt really good on my skin. It's really light, it's not greasy at all. It's like It's like a body mist almost, like that kind of texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Arrow and Isle are my two go tos. Maybe I'll, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, rotate every other day or something.
0: For a limited time, you can try the Skylar Sample Palette with free shipping and earn a $20 credit towards your next full-size perfume purchase by visiting Skylar.com forward slash gals. Again, that's S-K-Y-L-A-R.com forward slash G-A-L-S, Skylar.com forward slash gals to get a sample palette with free shipping and earn a $20 credit toward your next full-size perfume purchase. So, Mm -hmm. head on over there. Treat your scent. Mm -hmm. You will not regret it. These are really lovely. Mm -hmm. Do it. Do it. Treat your wrists. Yeah. (laughs) And neck. (laughs) Treat those in your vicinity. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're like Jax from Vanderpump Rules, treat your crotch with cologne, apparently.
1: Oh, Yeah, he does that. There there, there goes that advertiser. Love it.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) guys. All right. So here's my case it is Cray. Um, In April 2016, a 24 year old woman referred to in news articles as Jennifer Smith, but I'm sure that's not her real name for obvious reasons. and her fellow roommates, one male and one female, put out an ad on Craigslist seeking an additional roommate.
0: Okay, single white female. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, but it was already like a co-ed household, so I think they're you know they didn't care if it was a male roommate or a female roommate. They just wanted, you know, someone to come and fill the room. Got it. Twenty-four year old Ryan Lynn answered the ad and moved into the shared apartment in Waterton Mass.
0: hmm Very familiar with this town. Yep. No, I'm is not. It, is it Water
1: is it Watertown or Water I think it's Watertown. I have no idea. I think it's very it's like a suburb of Boston, I'm pretty sure.
0: It's Watertown. <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> what the other roommates didn't yet know is that ryan lynn would soon prove to be the roommate from hell oh god shortly after moving in lynn secretly accessed jennifer's computer which was not password protected Uh um and which contained a document keeping track of all of her various internet logins and passwords.
0: Hmm, sounds familiar.
1: I know, I'm super guilty of that. <laughs> At least my computer's password
2: protected, but well, like, right. I definitely have that document. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's coded. This- <laughs> I've good. encoded my list of passwords, so nobody knows.
0: Mine's it. a Post-it. <laughs>
2: Some are safer than
0: others. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> pen and paper, people. You can't oh cyber stack with pen well, and paper. paper
1: but he was her roommate, so he first gained access by just going into her room. Shh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 so this included Jennifer's Google Drive account details, and Google Drive contained her personal diary.
0: Oh no Kenyon's Kenyon striking a chord <laughs> oh, no. with Kenyon
1: Ahem, Jessica <laughs> and Scott You monsters Oh my god um, It's so
0: my favorite thing that they read your diary I was
2: so I was pissed for like a month
0: I remember I
2: didn't read yeah. it I just listened to them reading it out loud <laughs> Oh so you're totally Innocent
0: okay. Yeah 100% I didn't, I didn't do it I was All moving right. anyway <laughs> Yeah that's true
1: According to the Department of Justice press release, Lynn then, quote, carried out a relentless cyber stalking campaign against Jennifer while using um, anonymizing services and other online tools to avoid attribution. He harassed the victim, her family, friends, co workers, and roommates, and then targeted local schools and institutions in her community. Good lord. Good
0: lord. Like pretending to be her.
1: Yes. Well, we'll get to it. Okay. But his net just got like wider and wider and wider, trying to like take just her affect down. Affect every aspect of her life. Yeah. Um, Lynn created a quote, "sexually explicit collage of private photos of Jennifer." Kenyon, along- you love
0: collaging.
1: I do love collaging, um, along with details gleaned from her diary about her medical, psychological, and sexual history.
0: Fuck that shit.
1: He then sent this information as an email from a spoof account pretending to be Jennifer to hundreds of people on her contacts list. Oh my God. um, Connected to her both intimately and tangentially. So the list of recipients included Jennifer's co workers, roommates, parents, parents' work colleagues, her 13 year old sister. Oh God former teachers, school administrators, and even her past university faculty members. Hmm. Um, also the car dealership where she leased her vehicle. Oh, like just God. Fucking everyone that she basically had an email address for. Insane. Um, according to an FBI affidavit, uh, one email was, quote, sent from a fake account using her father's name to employees of the New Hampshire school district where her father lives. Oh, oh my. God. No. Yeah. So she's fucking with her, like, parents' work colleagues. It's just, it's just, it's instantly yeah. insane. Um, using uh, anonymized phone numbers, I have really trouble pronouncing that word. Using anonymized phone numbers, Lynn <laughs> also texted Jennifer intimate details from her diary, so to, like, prove that he had read it. Oh, my God, and just, like, torture her, basically.
0: That is awful.
1: mm -hmm. As well as violent messages threatening to rape and or kill Jennifer and her loved ones. Oh, my God. And encouraging her to attempt suicide. Okay. Oh,
0: no, 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 no.
1: At some point, a plumber was called to the residence and discovered all of Jennifer's medications had been flushed down the toilet.
0: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: my. So I'm not sure when she decided to move out and, and whether or not that decision was the result of like her realizing that Lynn was behind all of this. Because they were living together still. Right. So I don't know if she like put it together or suspected him and decided to move out or if she just decided to move out. But in either case, she moves out of the apartment. And about a month later, she returns to get some of the items she'd left behind. And she opens her bedroom door and finds her private diary had been printed out and strewn around her bedroom.
2: What the fuck? This is so creepy. This is a movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, then she probably figured it out because... This is that he, movie
0: starring Jennifer Lopez where she sleeps with the next door neighbor boy and doesn't that realize movie. that he's way younger. And then she's like in her classroom and he's like oh, her re- student Wi-Fi printing all those photos of them yes. that he mm-hmm. took to her classroom. And she's like desperately trying to get rid of it before the principal comes in. I love that movie so much. What movie mm. is that?
2: It's so good.
0: It's called like the boy next door or something. Oh Yeah.
1: I thought you were talking about initially the other
0: one where j like, yes.
1: yes. I also love so amazing. Enough. But not quite a
0: cyber stalking situation with that. No,
1: no. Um, Okay, so Jennifer obviously locks down all of her privacy settings, changes all of her passwords. You know, she's like trying to like lock this down. So Lynn switches tactics. Oh no! He begins creating myriad fake social media accounts, which are called sock puppet accounts, and attempts to no sock puppet sock
0: like for your foot.
2: oh my god i mean one makes more sense. stock than the puppet other.
0: applies though
2: also i
1: have a friend who's a teacher and she <laughs> she just put a sock puppet on her hand and spoke totally normally to her kids but using a sock puppet the entire day at school just and whenever inexplicably, the kids she never
0: <laughs> explained it
1: it was a joke, like, like we all talked hand. about doing it as a joke. But she's Good. the only one that actually did it. And then the kids would be like, "What are you doing, like Miss So and So? What are you? Why are you doing that?" She'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." She was like gaslighted them oh, and just
0: kept my kept god sock
1: puppeting all day. They
0: all think they've gone insane.
2: I like this person. It was awesome. It
1: Keep
0: was gaslighting perfect. children, torturing these children was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, so then he attempts to friend or follow her on all these different platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and when that doesn't work, when she doesn't accept the requests, um, he does the same to her friends and family, some of whom unwittingly did accept. Yeah. Yeah. So then he could gain access to her posts if that friend or family member commented
0: on her posts. I'm pretty this sure. This is why and we get friend requests from a lot of People who listen to the pod and like, we it's love not you. that we don't want to get to know you. It's we just, do. If we haven't met you in person, we're probably not going to accept that request because shit like this is really creepy. Yeah. Like this yeah. exact situation. Not saying that you folks are creepy for friending us. No. Like I think that's awesome. But if you're wondering why we didn't accept that request, it's the fear of this exact thing. It's my that policy. Is why. Yeah. It's nothing personal. No.
1: Yeah. I I've only accepted. i only request from our like facebook group moderators i think Mm -hmm. i those are the only people i've accepted right who we had we started the show yeah Yeah. um but yeah we love all of you we do we do want to interact with you but it's facebook facebook doesn't feel like the platform to do that at least not for For sure yeah um okay uh at the time uh Jennifer also worked part-time through a pet-sitting website called rover.com. Okay. And Lynn set up a fake pet owner account and lured Jennifer with the promise of a pet-sitting job. And Oh, then my God. He's
0: fucking catfishing her yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, what yeah. And freak. then he sent her, like, dozens of messages in one day before she blocked him. And also, like, if she's scared to use that site, then she's losing out on
0: income. You know yeah, what I mean? she can't fucking work.
1: Yeah. Um, he also posed as Jennifer on the site and contacted one of her clients oh
0: and God. pretended
1: to be her and told them that their pet had died. What? Yeah, like in her care. And then the oh pet owner, God. like rightfully so, panicked and called police, and then police confronted Jennifer in person. Oh, <gasps> because they thought my she God. had killed this person's pet. Jesus. Yeah. Great. But wait, there's more. Oh, I'm oh, sure there is. is.
0: I hate this Lin Manuel Miranda person so much. <laughs> <laughs> so oh God, much. You
1: sully that name. <laughs> I mean, that's all I hear
0: every time you say Lin.
1: Ryan Lin. His name is Ryan Lin. Okay. Um Okay, so not to ignore a fucking patriarchy opportunity, Lynn also created fake profiles of Jennifer on websites dedicated to prostitution slash sex work, (laughs) um, as well as sexual fetishes and consensual kink websites. Mm -hmm. And um, these profiles depicted Jennifer as wanting to participate in a rape fantasy scenario, (gasps) as well as a gangbang scenario. Oh,
0: my God, no, no. And
1: he... And he had her contact information and her address.
0: Yeah, which that's like a real thing where you can consensually set up a scenario—a break where and, you yeah, like leave. Yeah, it's like thing. a breaking and entering thing. It's not super common, but and you know, again, consensual adults. Whatever you do in the bedroom that is safe and secure and consensual, you have at it. Yeah, but signing right. somebody up unwillingly for something like this is that's so, so bad. beyond fucked up.
1: Yep. So the affidavit states that the phony post caused at least three men she didn't know to show up at her home looking for sex. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ.
1: Like three men physically came to the door and were like, hey, gangbang, you said you wanted it. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God. I hate that.
1: Um, he also sent sexually explicit photos of prepubescent children to Jennifer's mother, a coworker, a housemate, and two of his own former classmates.
0: Yeah, what is that about? Mine, I've got one of those in there too.
1: Because I think it's just so disturbing. It's just shock value. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like well, this is going to get, get you their super attention. Super
0: arrested too if you report them for yeah. having like child pornography in their right. possession.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And last but not least, Lynn created a Facebook profile of a past female roommate of his um, who was located in Waltham, Mass. Mm -hmm. And with that profile, he threatened to, quote, shoot up the Waltham High School. Oh, my God. And it caused uh, the premises to be evacuated. And, like, I don't know if a SWAT team was sent, but they basically had to investigate this threat. And then there were also nine other hoax bomb threats made to schools and daycare centers from these fake accounts.
2: This is oh my so god, so bonkers that this because mm-hmm. like what was the time period? A couple months. It was a I think over, stretched over a year.
1: And how does this person? I mean,
0: does this person work? How do they have time to do all? And of how this? did he it did build work. up to this?
1: Like yeah, well, ugh. he had had. Uh, like lighter uh, cyber stalking interactions with past roommates that th- they didn't know about when they accepted him to be a roommate, obviously. Right. But then Jennifer really became the main target. Okay. Um, so eventually she was so disturbed by Lynn's attacks that she moved out of Massachusetts oh, as wow. did another roommate. Yikes. Oh
0: my God. They fled the like, state. She
1: left the state. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Ryan Lynn had graduated from the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, which is very well regarded, I'm pretty sure, for computer stuff. Mm-hmm. degree in Nailed com- <laughs> it. With a degree in
0: computer stuff.
1: With a degree in computer stuff. There's no way to know. And um, <laughs> he also worked at a software company throughout all of this.
0: Resources, resources, resources. Wow. Well, he yeah. was
1: holding down a job. Like it's so, it's so bizarre. Um, so he definitely knew his way around tech. He managed to conceal his identity throughout this period um, and evade detection for over a year by cause by using overseas encrypted email providers. Wow. Um, registering social media accounts under fake names with email accounts like set up for those social accounts, which is not hard to do, like you can create an email account in two seconds and then a social media account attached to that email. Right. Um, Sending text messages from burner phones as well as using anonymous texting services Um, and by using a VPN and Tor. So VPN stands for um, virtual private network and there are lots of reasons one might use a VPN. I've used one. Um, so I, I used one when we lived in China and
2: yeah, you you couldn't, you couldn't not (laughs) have one in China. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Like, so because it's an authoritarian country and lots of websites are blocked and they don't have the luxury of free speech, Mm -hmm. like the internet is very restricted. And so if you use a VPN, Sometimes our VPNs would get shut down and we'd have to get a new one, but you could use this virtual private network to access sites that were blocked on the like, mainstream internet in China, including Like Google. Like, Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Google yeah. was blocked. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Probably porn was not blocked, knowing China. Um, so also, companies will use VPNs to better secure their own uh, data within the encrypted network which I did not know, so that's interesting. Hmm. Um, And then Tor is um, also known as the Onion Browser, and it's basically an anonymous web browser that works through layers of encryption, so it's it's harder, if not impossible, to track somebody's IP address. This is how people get on the
0: deep web, too. Yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's how people access the dark web, because basically instead of just, like, Mm-hmm. imagine like one line from your computer to the website you're accessing it goes through like a maze basically and by the time it gets to the website you're accessing like it's impossible to like navigate back through that maze and find out where the origin was um but some people use tor for non nefarious purposes like journalists in authoritarian countries mm-hmm. You know, so it can be used for good or or evil. Um,
2: Or Facebook in China. (laughs) Right, good or evil.
1: (laughs) Okay, so eventually, despite him trying to cover his tracks very well in a very tech-savvy way, the Fed still managed to nail Lin by uncovering overlapping service providers. So I Mm. think what happened was The VPN company agreed to help the FBI and provided two of Lynn's IP addresses.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And one was his home and one was his work. Hmm. And then they also found um, remnants of his reign of terror on his old work laptop, even after he had tried to wipe it.
0: Oh, wow. Everything leaves a forensic print.
1: Yep. Yeah, so they found, like, little tiny traces of what he'd been doing, but it was so specific, so it was like, oh, like, they found, like, one time he had accessed, like, PetRover, or Rover.com, and they were like, Mm. bingo, you know, like... Too
0: specific, yeah.
1: And it all kind of added up. Um, Lin was arrested on October 5th, 2017. He was denied bail on grounds of being a flight risk because he holds a Chinese passport. Ah. Um... And Harold Shaw, the special agent in charge of the FBI's Boston Field Division, testified, quote, this kind of behavior is not a prank and it isn't harmless. No. No, yeah. He allegedly scared innocent people and disrupted their daily lives because he was blinded by his obsession. And yeah. Special Agent Shaw also noted, quote, the unnecessary expenditure of limited law enforcement resources. Yes. That were needed. This is needed. a big thing in
0: my case, too. It's like they're yeah. sending people on these fucking wild goose chases. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Takes up a lot of
1: time and energy for law enforcement. And, and also money. With, yeah. And all these bomb threats. I mean, yeah. all of those had to be followed up. And it's just like, because this guy became obsessed with his roommate.
0: hmm Yeah. It's so fucked up.
1: Yeah. So finally, on May 8th, 2018, so just a little over a month ago. Oh, my God. Um, Ryan Lid pla- Ryan Lynn pled guilty to multiple counts of cyber-stalking, distribution of child pornography. Yep. Making hoax, bomb threats, and other offenses. And under the terms of the plea agreement, Lynn will spend seven years in prison. Not wow. Enough.
0: Not enough. Not but- enough,
1: Especially no. considering, like, each one of those child pornography charges could have carried up to 20 years in prison. Right. And I yeah. think there were five total. Oh, so my God. So five times 20 is what he could have gotten. And instead he got
2: seven. And that's it makes me wonder if there's everything else.
0: It yes. makes me wonder if there's some sort of weird lenience with the child pornography thing. Because it's like, well, he wasn't actually...
2: Trying into to it. distribute
0: child pornography because he was like sexually aroused by it. He was just using it to blackmail somebody else, so we can justify Probably. that uh, yeah. and reduce the the charge or uh, the sentence.
1: I think so. Yeah, because I don't think they found other crazy. child pornography on his computer. So I don't think he personally was was into it. I think he was just trying to get a, a rise out of the target of his obsession. And yeah, of no, of her course, loved so that's ones. exactly
0: what he was doing.
2: But
1: still, yeah. like,
2: bomb threats to daycares also.
0: Right, I yeah. mean, it's super fucked up. Yeah.
1: And personal threats of of rape and, and murder yeah. and homicide mm-hmm. to Jennifer herself. I mean, it's terrifying. <laughs> I had a friend in grad school who was, like, a pretty prominent, like, feminist on Twitter, basically, and had a you know, academic feminist blog that was pretty f- popular. And, um, I remember one day she, she just one random guy off the internet started harassing, harassing her, her and attacking mm-hmm. her and sent her an email to her personal email, which she didn't know how he got it. Um, saying with her address in it. Wow. So he had found her address Oof! and, um, the co- she called the police but they basically did nothing. They were just like, well, if it, if it keeps going, let us right. know, mm-hmm. but he probably isn't even in the state, so you don't have to worry. And she was like, what do you mean I don't have to worry? Like he has my address. Yeah.
2: They can't be you know? so confident that it's just an intimidation thing that, that yeah. they won't act on it.
1: Yeah. It's scary and it silences people and it especially silences women. Uh yep. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Right. so that's my case. And again, this is a comedy podcast. Right. Well,
0: you know, we gotta get a little dark. It's also crime.
2: Yeah. To remind ourselves of that every time
0: Kenyon finishes her case. Exactly. (laughs) But you know what isn't dark? Mm. Lola. Lola. Love Lola. Which is an amazing company known for its line of period products made with organic cotton And now Lola also offers sex products made with folks who have vaginas in mind that are specifically formulated to help maintain vaginal pH. Preach for that vaginal pH.
1: Yes. All right. So Lola also uh, makes your month a little bit easier because uh, they have a period product subscription, which is fully customizable because nobody's period is the same We're mm-hmm. a snowflake
0: it's a menstrual snowflake yep
1: yep <laughs> sometimes
0: <laughs> it's a blizzard sometimes it's a light dusting there's no <laughs> way to know
1: <laughs> so you can choose your mix of products uh with your perfect mix of absorbency uh your number of boxes for the month and also the frequency of delivery so if you don't get your period every month, that's fine. This is the subscription service that is totally tailored to you. Mm -hmm. Um, You um, can change, skip, or cancel at any time. Again, it's a super flexible subscription. You can also pick your products, and you can choose from organic cotton tampons, which are available with BPA-free plastic applicator.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, Corona, yes.
1: I am a fan of the plastic applicators over the cardboard big time and mm. knowing that it's BPA free is, is really good to know. Um, there's also an environmentally friendly non-applicator format, mm-hmm. so that's good. Uh, they also have pads, liners. You can get a box of each. Mm-hmm.
0: Mix whatever and Whatever you need. Yeah. Mix and match. Mix and
2: match. And super excited about the Sex by Lola line. Um, mm-hmm. This is available for one-off purchase or a subscription. You can also
0: subscription. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can also add it to your uh, tampon <laughs> subscription so everything conveniently arrives in in your on your ideal schedule in the same package.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Sex by Lola are gynecologists approved to maintain a healthy pH balance yes preach and guarantees mm-hmm. peace of mind by knowing. That what is going in and on your body and your partner's body, you know, is mm-hmm. legit, it's legit, on the up and up. safe. Um, mm-hmm. They have uh, l- different lubes and also bamboo-based wipes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, whatever you're into, it's all like made with good stuff. You can trust it. It's mm-hmm. going in your mm-hmm. body,
0: especially. About Y'all that. don't
1: ruin all your nice hand towels oh god
0: no, seriously those okay so I use their tamp their tampons obviously and as we've said before they are the Cadillac of tampons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but those bamboo based wipes now okay mm-hmm. I'm a sexually active person you are I'm a sexually active single person sexually active but even when the spells are dry I love a good wet wipe. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) I love a wipe. (laughs) And these bad boys are so Mm -hmm. gentle. They're not, like, crazy scented. They don't leave you feeling, like, tacky or sticky. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just anyone who's, like, used a wet wipe before can maybe have some of those experiences where it's like, I actually don't feel any cleaner than I was 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Now I need a shower. that is... That yeah, exactly. That is not how these products work. They're fantastic. Um, I just have like a small sampling of those wipes. I will definitely be ordering them again. And I am excited to check out more of their products. Like introducing lube into your sex life in your mm-hmm. 30s. Hi. Changes. Welcome the to game. a whole new world. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is I
0: was so, so excited smart. When we
1: got this ad. I was like, finally, this
0: is what we've been working on. Yeah, for. Amanda's Wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean check it out. I'm obviously we're pretty fairly open about our, you know, lives and the products that we use, but we love these products Lola has continued to surprise us with the awesome quality of the things that they offer and it's such a great company so I fully endorse all of these things yep. and am very anxious for more opportunities to try out more of these products and probably boys. my
2: favorite thing about Lola is that uh, with your purchase they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters mm-hmm. across the country like yep. That's amazing. that is so necessary and important and
0: lacking yeah yeah so, yeah, get, get everything going. You get these boxes delivered right to your door. You can personalize the boxes to fit your needs. You don't have to worry about what you're putting in your body. It's a win-win-win-win-win.
1: Mm -hmm. So for 40% off your first order, visit MyLola.com and enter GALS40 to get started. So again, that is 40% off your order. It's
0: huge. Mm -hmm.
1: Woo! It's huge. At MyLola.com, M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter G-A-L-S-4-0.
2: Do it. Treat your P-H. Treat your P-H. <laughs> oh and this your Lola sex subscription might come in handy on your wedding mm. night
0: yes <laughs> or yes. before
2: um, yeah. so now a word from our other sponsor <laughs> <laughs> Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. From Mm -hmm. engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service
0: of love. Create a free wedding website. You can register Mm -hmm. at their store and so much more. You Mm -hmm. can conveniently manage Mm -hmm. everything online and in one place, which saves so much time for couples. Uh, they have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding and they're all free 99. Yeah. Zola makes it easy to personalize your favorite designs with all your wedding details and you can add photos, you can add stories about how you met your significant other. Um, you can talk about travel and accommodation information if you are having mm-hmm. a wedding overseas um or really anywhere and you can even recommend things for your guests to do while they're in town for your wedding.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so as most of you know, I'm getting married in 1 month and oh 1 day god. from when we record this. So less than a month when this comes out. But who's oh my counting? god. Oh I just started god.
0: sweating profusely. Oh so I know. I
1: have to poop really bad all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, 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 wrap this up.
0: <laughs> wrap this up.
1: And the only thing keeping me sane seriously has been Zola because Oh, thanks. Um, No, but actually. (laughs) Um, So we have a free wedding website through Zola. On our wedding website, we have our registry. We have um, our uh, guest list. People can RSVP via the wedding website. We also, um, we're having, like, sort of a destination wedding because most of our guests are coming internationally to South Africa. So um, we created pages on that wedding website, which is, like, totally customizable. So... um, it came with a cute template, but then I was able to add pages for uh, accommodation recommendations and how to rent a car in South Africa and all mm. the, like, questions that otherwise you'd be fielding a million emails about. Like, no thank you. Um, so Zola's been amazing. Like I said, I can track RSVPs. It gives me a little alert when people um, buy something off the registry. Um it's it's just amazing and it's all in one place and it's all free. Yeah, it's
2: incredible. <laughs> to sign up with Zola and receive a fifty dollar credit towards your registry, go to zola dot com slash gals. Mm mm-hmm. um, So that is z o l a dot forward slash g a l s. And again, that's fifty a fifty dollar credit towards your registry. So a very good mm-hmm. bargain.
0: That is so many Lola sex line products, you guys, (laughs) like $50. I mean,
2: come on. So many coasters and vases and like little crystal bowls for the middle of your dining room table.
0: And lube, Mm. completely (laughs) pH balanced lube. Okay.
2: (laughs) Treat your wedding registry. Yes,
0: (laughs) correct. Uh, Are we ready for this story? So ready. Yeah. Um, The story is cuckoo bananas and uh, just, I don't tie it back to cyber stalking that much. So this is just like a blanket statement saying that this woman hacked into accounts, gathered information on her victims via social media and carried out a lot of correspondence via social media and email, as well as phone calls and letters. So if you're wondering why I'm not like this is explicitly how she made this interaction, it's because I'm, it's just like assumed that she did it on the internet. Okay. Tight, tight. We're on the same page. So- I object. I knew you would, but (laughs) I uh, overruled. Tawny Blazejowski and Joe Good met in 2009 in Florida. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're both divorced and they each had three children from their previous marriages. So this is like a Brady Bunch romance. Seems to fit like a glove. The two spent three blissful-ish years together before Mm -hmm. splitting up. And Joe good recalls many great times with blaze Jowski and their combined six children. He says he saw a future with her quote. She was awesome. I mean, I've gone on a cruise with her and had a great time. We went to Puerto Rico, survived
1: a cruise with her. Wow. Yeah.
0: Went to Puerto Rico, had a great time. So rousing endorsement. Um, But Joe good said there were red flags that something might've been off. With Jowski. he said she would get upset a lot. Uh, oh, the time okay. frame between when she'd get mad got shorter and shorter. He said it escalated until finally she asked me, "Do you want me to just go ahead and cancel the vacation I've got planned for you?" Apparently, she'd like bought them a vacation. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yes, yeah, sure. I'm tired of this." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It, apparently, immediately the phone rang Again, because they were talking on the phone And she said, are you sure this is what you want? Because I got everything lined up That I'm going to ruin you
1: Ooh. Oh okay. Their breakup It's like um, hmm? the show uh, Is it Happy Valley? Yeah, Happy Valley the, the lady that when he breaks up with her Then she like Well, if you guys haven't seen it, whatever I've never seen
0: it <laughs> Take your word for it Okay. Um, But the breakup sent Tawny into an absolute tailspin. So Tawny, she's 41. They're living in St. Augustine, Florida. She launched a campaign of hate against her former lover, Joe, who was 51, turning his life upside down because they had split up. She succeeded in getting him arrested three times and fired from his job at an insurance company where he had worked for over 24 years. Uh Uh-oh. Whoa, how? Oh, we'll cover it. Jowski didn't stop there. She targeted several others in his life, including colleagues, neighbors, and even his new girlfriend and her landlord. Oh, my God. Mm. So they break up, and within an hour, Joe says he receives a text message that notified him his email password had been changed, probably like an email alert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jowski had hacked into his personal email account and sent a pornographic photo of him, so they had clearly taken some, you know, boudoir... Mm -hmm photographs Uh sent this to his employer at the insurance company and got him fired and that was the beginning of her path of destruction um police arrested joe on the night of october 19th 2012 because blaze jowski had gone to the sheriff's office with a bloody face accusing him of domestic violence he said, I ended up going to jail that night because here's the thing. The girl says a guy hit her, and most people think, wow, the guy hit her. They don't think the girl right. is lying, which is fair.
1: Because statistically, correct,
0: yeah. there's Everything right. backs up the overwhelming, unfortunately, statistic uh-huh. of this not being a folly, but she had self-inflicted injuries to her face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go in and cry wolf. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, just a fucked up thing to do because, again, these resources are in place for people who actually desperately need mm-hmm. these services. So fuck you and for a multitude of it reasons. And correct
1: delegitimizes actual victims of domestic violence. Right. Exactly.
0: Every time someone does this shit.
1: So fucked up. Yeah.
0: Blazzowski then called the Florida Abuse Hotline, accusing Joe and his teenage son of operating a child pornography ring. Great. Joe, of course, said it wasn't true, but investigators didn't believe him. Quote, it was total harassment, Joe said. I did everything I could to stay away from her, but she was one step ahead of me the whole time. Mm. No longer satisfied with just ruining Joe's life, Tawny began attacking people she didn't even know. Mm-hmm. She, quote, did a crime stoppers tip on me, accusing me of allegations against my kids, said Jenny Rober, who is a former colleague of Joe's who worked with him at their insurance company oh my god yep just this random woman that used to work with him the things quote that are on there i can't even repeat they're so horrible the thing she was saying oh. about this child pornography ring that this woman and her son were oh. apparently running uh Tony anonymously also told crime stoppers that jenny would deliver her young children to joe good's sex ring none of which was true obviously <laughs> sorry but <laughs> what was what was
2: the title of the
1: sex
0: ring no joe good is the guy is her ex-husband or ex-lover the the good the the good sex ring
1: ring. yeah oh god
0: super well established oh my god (laughs) since 1996
1: come on down to joe's good sex ring
0: oh jesus um, Tani also threatened Doug Duggan, who is the landlord of Joe's new girlfriend. I know Doug Duggan and Joe good. It's Florida people. What can we and say? And Blaze Jowski and Blaze Jowski. Um, Duggan received anonymous letters to the U S postal service. Quote, it was a big block letter. And it said, if your tenant, Mariella Murphy, who is, um, joe's new girlfriend Mm -hmm. is not out of that house within 30 days i'll burn down that house and your house and gave the addresses to both of them to prove that she knew where those houses were okay he said the houses were my entire net worth so obviously he's freaking out like this is every this is his entire livelihood Mm -hmm. is this house he rents and then you know his personal home um she reported another victim whose name we don't know of um, her stalking To First Coast Crime Stoppers Alleging that they were Flying into Jacksonville International Airport With a suitcase Full of drugs That person was detained By officers at the airport But obviously They didn't find any drugs They just wasted This person's fucking time And freaked them out God For no it. reason She's like swatting and people stoppers. Left and right Yeah Yes Yeah Which these things End in death they can end in death a lot of yeah. the time it's Absolutely. so bad if it's she swatted so bad. a
1: person of color color they very well could have been exactly oh my god
0: so joe struggled to get investigators and lawyers to believe him because nobody everybody just assumed that she was the victim here and that was when he turned to lawyer brian shorstein for help quote you never knew who would be the target of what it is this is such a terrible sentence. Come on, Shorstein, get it together. You never <laughs> knew who would be the target of what it is. She was doing. Oh my God. Okay. A-
1: active voice. Shorstein. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Active voice. Does anybody want to get involved with this thing? I assume he means like anybody even want to come into Joe's defense because this thing is like so insane and convoluted. Mm-hmm. And right. And he was one of the few who was like, yes, Joe, I believe you. And I'm going to try to help you. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, once Shorstein was certain that Joe was innocent, he went to the sheriff's office to convince detectives that Joe was no victimizer, but was actually the victim. After seven months, St. John's County Sheriff's Office detectives George Harrigan and Shannon Andrews began to finally cut away at Tawny's complicated web of deceit. Oh. Mm. Quote, it was hard to keep up with, Shannon Andrews said. She was stalking faster than we could investigate. So this woman was just like, <laughs> go, go, go all the time, and they couldn't even keep up with her.
1: <laughs> On a schedule. Well, energizer bunny of stalking. Yeah, exactly.
0: When Joe's new girlfriend, Mariella reported an anonymous letter threatening her then 17-year-old daughter. Oh, no. Yep. Tawny had finally taken one step too far, and this is real fucked up. Quote, it said, This is what Aaron will look like the next time Mariella sees her if she sees or even talks to Joe Good one more time. And attached was a picture of a girl's, like a teenage girl's mutilated body.
2: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Stop it.
0: Jesus. Ugh. So, quote, she was the stalker at one point, but when this happened, she became the stalked, said oh, Detective Harrigan the in the most dramatic and badass one-liner of all time. Love it. Mm-hmm. Detective Harrigan, she once was the stalker, but now she became the stalked.
2: A <laughs> lifetime original movie. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
0: The, the Tawny Blaze Jowski story. <laughs> um, the detectives made a breakthrough in the case when they found out the anonymous report sent to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and Crime Stoppers all originated from Blaze Jowski's computer. So clearly, she had the chutzpah to execute all of this, but she didn't have the tech savvy to cover her tracks because mm-hmm. they were able right. to pretty easily, like, Kenyon and Lucy were describing earlier, track that line
1: mm-hmm.
0: from IP address and find out like where these things originated from. Uh-huh. She didn't know how to cover mm-hmm. her tracks. Hmm. Okay. Armed with a search warrant, the detectives searched Tawny's home. They discovered more than seven full notebooks because she kept a fucking diary. <laughs> <laughs> Should have Yep. Oh Containing explicit <laughs> details of Blaze Jowski's acts. Hundreds of pages containing her web of lies, extortion, and stalking that carried over on the span of seven months.
2: What an <laughs> idiot. Oh my
0: God, you, you don't even know how dumb this is. You just wait. So oh. detect, Detective Harrington says, this is as thorough as it gets. Oh. It included dates and times, places, people, locations. And not only did she take these notes and carry these actions out, but she kept all the notes. She's she didn't just. Dis- she didn't like make a plan, execute the plan, and then destroy the plans. Oh my the god! The evidence. Yeah. She kept everything. She
2: wanted to scrapbook so, later.
0: Yeah, so it's like one of those bullet journal like, well, or whatever.
1: This honestly isn't even entertaining anymore. Yeah, this is right. just
0: ridiculous. <laughs> so Tani was arrested the the night that they had executed the search warrant, and found all of this evidence in her home, and charged with making threats to maim and murder, as well as many other counts in the end Mm -hmm. she pleaded no contest to the eight felony counts against her that included like stalking and uh you know wasting state resources and all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. making false claims to police all that stuff because all this shit is like crazy felony stuff yeah yeah um she says quote not only did i hurt my own children i hurt other children At her i forgot
1: she had children
0: yeah I'm pleading oh. with you, Your Honor, to please grant me forgiveness. I ask my victims for forgiveness and for mercy and for you to please not take me away from my children who need me.
1: All about her. Mm-hmm. All about her. Yep.
0: Tony's yep. lawyers argued that she had, um, or has, because she is still alive, obsessive-compulsive and bipolar disorders and that the mm-hmm. disorders contributed to her crimes, which, fair. These yeah. are okay. all absolute possibilities. Sure. However... Also- Obviously,
1: people with those disorders aren't necessarily going to, you know, or even likely going to go down this path. No. But, like, having those disorders also is not an excuse to do this. Because you need
0: to seek treatment. Correct. Some responsibility still lies with, you know, the perpetrator, Mm -hmm. obviously. And St. John's County Criminal Court Judge Michael Trainer did acknowledge these disorders but said her clearly thought out acts could not be ignored, which is completely fair. This person is a danger to her community, like period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In addition to nine years in prison, the judge also sentenced her on October 10th to two years of house arrest and 19 years of probation. Wow. So well. she's under very strict surveillance for, you know, the foreseeable future. That's good. Hopefully poor Joe good still has three or still at this point had three arrests on his record. Thanks to fucking oh. Tawny and still didn't have a job and is now making a living with landscaping jobs, which is like perfectly honorable work, but mm-hmm. going from working in an office in, you know, insurance, if it's
1: not what he wants to be doing or right. he previously had a career of 20 some years. Precisely. And then, yeah.
0: Um, he's working on getting his clean record back. Cause it does. Even if those allegations end up being false if you were arrested it still Mm -hmm. takes time legal resources Mm -hmm. and money to expunge those things from your record Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's not easy and now he has no job so it's like he's just trying to work you know for what i would imagine is probably a lesser pay than 24 years like tenured at an insurance company Mm -hmm. to get his clean record which is super sad um and
1: such a just fucking inconvenience
0: yeah and he's in his 50s like (sighs) come on he should be getting ready to retire in you know in the next decade mm-hmm. not expunging his record and spending all of his hard-earned <laughs> money to erase yeah. what this horrible person did to him while
2: working a I job that's um, probably earning less
0: yeah exactly
1: and also like i don't know he might have had access to a pension and lost totally that. Yep. there's all you know? kinds of things
0: he could have lost from this we don't know mm-hmm. um quote i just put one foot in front of the other and keep moving it's all you can do seems like such a like down Aww. home
2: yeah yeah guy
0: um asked what he would say to tawny if he could tell her anything he said why couldn't you just let it go
2: yeah yeah i'm like what's, yeah good question hashtag what's your deal
0: yeah what's your major <laughs> malfunction <laughs> yeah get it together um so as of march 2018 tawny has received new stalking charges what a- from apparently person? yep apparently stemming from unwanted letters she sent from prison. okay. According to a sworn complaint for the new stalking charge, Tawny, uh, between December 2016 and January 2018, mailed letters to a man's place of business, and this person's identity is not revealed, so I'm not sure if it was Joe, if it was somebody else, Um, Mm -hmm. and to an acquaintance of the victim for the purpose of creating substantial emotional and financial distress to the victim. Another affidavit for three counts of violation of a no-contact order, so I kind of assume that's with Joe, but I'm not, it could be with anybody.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Says that Tawny from prison mailed letters, some of which were described as containing questions of a personal nature that the victim found to be private, to two different people who were named in that no contact order. So one of them could be Joe. One of them could be his girlfriend. Like I'm speculating wildly. It could be anybody, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: either way she did that. And that's also a felony. Um, She also contacted a third person by initiating one personal service correspondence to his residence that contained questions that the victim found to be inappropriate and unnecessary. This is all just like the legal jargon from the Mm -hmm. the
2: harassment.
0: Yep pretty much. Mm-hmm. So records show that the state attorney's office only filed a charge for one of the 3 counts listed in the second affidavit. It likely will extend her sentence, but I couldn't find information on that. But if you are literally committing the same crime you were put away for from prison from prison, you're going to stay in prison right. for like a while longer. Yeah. Like one what are can you doing? Only
1: hope- one can only hope. Also, so crazy. her probably like her letter writing privileges have been revoked, so she's probably just sitting there with no communication.
2: Yep, you know, have fun. Yeah, well,
1: sorry
0: about it.
2: If nothing else, I hope she's getting uh, treatment for her various afflictions yeah. when she's. I in mean, I hope so not just too. Sitting there. But the I unfortunate so too, reality
0: of prison is that there are very few resources, mental health resources that are actually like comprehensive and established within the prison system. Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy to get the mental health services that you need in prison. It's the same thing with addiction.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like a huge it's contributing
0: factor to why we have way too many fucking people in prison for issues that would be better served, resolved through medical care. But mm-hmm. that's just my soapbox moment for the day.
2: Yep. 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 Okay. So that's
0: my case.
2: Nice. Oh,
1: my God. Cyberstalking is... <laughs> is cray.
0: ...absurd. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's... We're... But also... This podcast is
0: over. We're getting off the internet. We're done. It's too scary. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> but big shout out to Jen Brown... For Our favorite ...for finding us cyber on the internet. <laughs> Our favorite cyberstalker. <laughs> she only emailed us once, as far as I know. And mm. so... Check so that spam so folder, good. folks. Check Derek's yeah. folder.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was a great topic, so thank you for the this suggestion. You're really yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And also yeah, thank really you good. to Jordan R. Duncan for your $5 a month donation. You, you are so generous. You're like the Dunkin' Donuts of people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you also to Catherine Howard. Uh,
0: mm, Howard, mm, you doing? Howard,
2: you coping so well. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what? That's dark. Just keep going.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Jess the Ghost. Oh. We will never ghost you. Ghostface. We love you. Aww. Um, Lucy's Cat Ghostface is your relative. Yes. <laughs> Probably. Thank
0: you also to Alexandra Re- Reveles. Reveles? I like your last name, but I can't pronounce it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> you are a it revelation. It will be a revelation when you <laughs> correct me on how to say your last name. <laughs> Uh Serena
2: Mergiani. Ooh. Uh, I like that. You are merging into our hearts, girlfriend. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for your $5 a month. And Aisha Policelli,
1: I shouldn't have had that second glass of wine.
0: I'm gonna (laughs) call you on my celly to thank you for your donation. Yeah. Susan Allen Lee, hashtag not all Allens. You are <laughs> yep. fantastic. Thank you so much for your donation. We appreciate you.
2: <laughs> this is amazing. Creeper Kate. <laughs>
0: oh, so perfect, perfect for this, for this episode. For this episode. So, yeah. Super
2: perfect for this episode. Thank you for over. creeping on our Patreon. God Thank bless. you. At $5 a month.
1: <laughs> and Katie Muller, we want to investigate... Everything oh. about you. Thank you so much. Ooh. Consider yourself indicted.
0: Oh, no. oh my indicted.
1: God. Paul Manafort's in jail, you guys. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's in prison. Love no it. more letter writing privileges. You can Love harass it. witnesses. Let's you send fuck. him a bunch
0: of Lola lube and bamboo wipes.
1: <laughs> he doesn't
0: deserve I'm not them. You're right. He does Lola lube Let's send on him
1: that. shitty tampons, yeah. not You're Lola right, tampons.
0: doing it. <laughs> Cardboard applicators. Okay, thank you also <laughs> to Jessica Dewey. You oh. know you make me Dewey in my downstairs oh when you give God. us a five dollar <laughs> a month donation. Gross. Please don't sue me for sexual harassment.
2: Don't do Please me don't sue me.
0: So don't sue me, Dewey.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for uh, Mandy Sarkissian. Ooh. Who increased their pledge from one dollars to five dollars a month. I could start kiss you right now.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. gonna mm-hmm. start kissing you. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and shout out to Hannah
1: Johnson. That is a name. <laughs> 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 You'll be getting ten dollars. No. <laughs>
0: Good Lord. She's hammered and it's incredible. <laughs>
1: She donates we'll, $10.
0: We'll be
1: getting $10 a month, and you'll be
0: getting a wine glass that says fucking
1: patriarchy on it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. As will Megan Rango. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to wrangle up a fucking patriarchy wine glass and stick it in the mail for you. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. And also, <laughs> you'll be getting a wine glass too. <coughs>
1: Oh wow.
0: <laughs> oh wow.
2: Okay, let's let's go for this. Uh Rin Shudweiser in Tokyo Ragoni.
0: Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed uh, it. Their
2: note says names are Alita Shudweiser mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> or Rin Regoni, my now Japanese citizen name. That's awesome. Ooh.
0: Congrats Super on your cool. Japanese confusing. citizenship That's yes. amazing Yeah
2: that's really yeah. rad so And thank you for your $10 donation Thank you for your donation Have fun in Japan That yes. is like my next
0: mm-hmm. dream vacation spot mm-hmm. For sure mm-hmm. We'll come stay with you Yes um, mm-hmm. Thank you also Valerie Ferguson For your $10 a month donation You mm-hmm. are valiantly fertile mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nanel Harlan,
2: we can Harlan keep
0: Contain our love ourselves.
2: for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. There it is.
2: <laughs> uh, ditto Aaron Drum.
0: You're drumming up our support mm-hmm. with your $10 Ooh. a month donation. Thank you. And th- and thank you, Jen Harley, for increasing your pledge from $2 to $10 a month. Whoa. You're going to get yourself a wine glare. Yes. I, mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's, I can hardly believe it. (laughs)
1: Um, And kicking off the trash queen category. Yes. uh, Samantha Gordy. You are going to be getting a wine glass and also a random piece of trash from one of our houses. And it will be non-perishable. So it could be like some costume jewelry or like. A travel-sized lotion.
2: If like
0: I have garlic that's been sitting out so long that it's, like, hardened into a marble-like substance, would that be considered non-perishable? Yeah.
2: Or, um, like, ginger. <laughs> like that ginger yes. nub that just hangs out for three more years. Yeah. Cool. Like
0: a creepy mm-hmm. mandrake root. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Very Harry Potter-esque. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool.
0: Cool, 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 cool,
2: cool. I think it's my turn with Colette mm-hmm. Smith... We are collecting $25 a month from you. I get it. He's <laughs> collecting.
0: Yeah, I get it. It's good. That is
2: extremely generous, and thank you so much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you, like my exes, are not uh, up for commitment, you can make mm-hmm. a once-off donation at our online store, WineAndCrimePodcast.BigCartel.com, like Katie Donahue did with her $10 mm-hmm. donation. Thank you so much, Katie. We Donahue how to thank you. <laughs> 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 that was ideal. Flawless. Flawless.
1: And also a ten dollar once off from Miranda usury. Usury I
2: pronounce things better. <laughs> I'm usually better at coming up with puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I am. All right, and a $25 once-off donation from Caitlin O'Reilly Todd. You've taught to mm-hmm. be kidding me with your general You've over yourself. <laughs> you have over yourself. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, of course, uh. special thanks to our sponsor, Talkspace. If you are in need of some mental health assistance and care like everyone else on planet Earth, mm-hmm. head over to Talkspace.com forward slash gals for 30 bucks off your first month. Treat your brain. Treat
2: your brain. Treat it. All right. Love we you. love you. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime, our cover art is by Kali Yip, music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Do you like to talk about sex? What
1: about how we can make the world a better place? Do you have a chronic illness or a disability? Want to dismantle the oppressive systems like the fucking patriarchy? I have so got the show for you. The Chronic Sex Podcast covers all the above and so much more. You can find us at chronicsex.org or wherever you snag your pods.